1: Anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. What really matters is what you like, not what you are like. Books, records, films—these things matter. Call me shallow. It's the fucking truth. What's up, folks? It is Monday. If you're listening to this, you know linearly, and it is so bad it's good. With Ryan Bailey, this is Ryan. How are we doing? Are we? Uh, are we hanging in? Let's hope, right? Let's uh let's put one foot in front of the other like we always do, like we've learned to do and just uh get through everything. Um and 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 I'm with you. I'm I'm here with you and and thank you for being here with me. Uh, let's see. Where do I start? I thought that was a fitting place to uh, start. I, you know, first off, I usually try to do more of a hip hop mashup on Mondays because it gets the juices flowing a little bit. But you know, I got th- you know, Tom Petty mashed up with Weezer. You know, there's like a certain thing that only rock can express. It's in the same, um, it's in the same family as rap in terms of uh, energy and enthusiasm. But sometimes you need a heavy guitar sound. And I just thought the lyrics uh, to Tom Petty, this song, I won't back down is from his Free Falling uh, no sorry Full Moon Fever album uh, that was way back in 1989 I believe and Rick Rubin produced this album who's a genius I've talked about Rick a couple times on this show Ah, Mr. Rubin I'm calling hey uh, Ricky Ricky Rubin uh, You know, these things, they're small messages, but they mean something. It says, no, I'll stand my ground, won't be turned around, and I'll keep this world from dragging me down. I'm going to stand my ground, and I won't back down. Hey, baby, there ain't no easy way out. I will stand my ground, and I won't back down. And look, that's where we kind of are at in this country. Uh, this is not a political podcast, uh, even though I do have very strong political feelings I try to make you guys laugh. I try to be stupid. This is an outlet for me as much as it is for you. Uh, But I will say the decision that came down on Friday, even though I knew it was uh, coming, I I guess we knew it was coming because they leaked the draft decision earlier in terms of Roe v. Wade. Uh, If you are sick about hearing this, you know, I guess you can use the timestamps and fast forward, but maybe just it's also good to hear it. Um, You know, who knows if anybody's changing any minds anymore these days, but I do believe in a woman's right to choose. Uh, Me as a male, I don't know if I necessarily like I've said before, uh, I don't think I should necessarily be um, involved on any of this decision when it's clearly a woman's, but I will say you know this is going to affect. Uh, women's health care. You know, reproductive rights aren't just a, uh, a religious issue. In fact, you know, I just keep thinking, you know, there is this thing called separation of church and state. I don't think I need to explain that to you guys. You guys are a very smart audience, and that means something, you know. Uh, I personally believe in uh, a higher power. I do. Uh, sometimes I get mad at that higher power. I don't understand certain things, and I don't know if I ever will, nor that's my place, but I also respect the freedom of religion in this country. What makes this country so flippin' cool that we can have these? These things like these amazing reality shows and musicians and TV all of this crap that I've pledged my uh, my life to we get to have that because of these freedoms we get to have that because America is such a unique place uh, a boiling pot in the best way. Um, I feel like we are really uh, getting to a weird place uh, and have been for a while, but it, it's becoming more and more self-evident. Um, I, I would hate to say something different and all of this stuff, but it just, it's very scary. It's not the America I grew up in, and uh, that's saying something for a white straight dude. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how we all don't look around and kind of be like, man, this is this is messed up. And, and um, I don't know. I personally am not threatened by giving rights to other people. I am not threatened uh, by... Uh, um I I would never choose to um, push my beliefs on somebody else. Uh, You know, even if you do believe in a higher power, remember, uh, a lot of people are agnostic or they do not believe in God at all. And that is their right under, uh, under the Constitution, you know, you know freedom of liberty, freedom of religion, all of that good stuff that we love and we shouldn't just keep getting rights for guns like this country isn't around guns, like this country is around people, there's a different thing, you know man, I don't want to take anybody's guns away I want stricter gun control laws, yeah I, that doesn't, and I don't, I don't know why that would threaten anybody, <laughs> like if you love guns, do every, like listen, I i like to drive, like I have to go take a test to do it, it took me a long time And when I was 16, I got scared because I saw the movie License to Drive and thought, oh my God, there's a chance I might fail this thing. So I made sure I studied real hard. And I begged my parents to take me out to practice driving in my, my junior high parking lot in Kansas. Like, you know, these things matter to me. So I made sure that I could do it right. Or this podcast matters to me. So I put a lot of work and a lot of effort into it. And if you're a gun owner, I would think you would want all of these kind of stricter rules and laws because you love whatever this gun does for you. But we're not a nation based around guns. Once again, we're the nation based around people right now. Um, you know, I don't need to tell you guys this, uh, minority, uh, the minority of people are kind of, uh, everything's going their way lately just because of how we've set up our system. That might hurt you to hear. If for some reason, uh, you don't share the same political beliefs as me. Uh, I do sometimes think the system's fundamentally broken on both sides on both sides, but this very uh, this is very upsetting to me for a lot of ways, and and not none of them are because I am for um, I just love the thought of 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 any kind of horrific decision that a young woman, an older woman, a woman that was uh um you, you know I don't want to this is very tricky ter- territory just because of triggering words, things that can happen. Um, out of a woman's control and all of a sudden they don't even have control or autonomy over their own body. I've never had an issue with my rights and you know it's one of those things as you get older you kind of start I don't know some people get more hardened in their resolve like that they're right and like this is how I see the world. I don't know. I don't know if I tend to get more hardened. I do in terms of my reality show opinions but I become loose on a lot of other things. I mean, you know we all know everybody listening out there knows how hard life is. I mean heck half of you guys have kids. I see how hard you work at parenting. I see how like I mean I get all of that you know, you want this kind of safe world and it seems like these um stripping of these freedoms that I think uh, have been kind of essentially set in stone ever since you know in my lifetime at least it's weird to roll those back and um I don't know, like just basic things that I don't understand. Uh, I always say I'm not the most uh, I'm not I'm not a smart man, Jenny. I'm not the smartest man and the, but the things that I don't get are just things that it would even in our normal society, you know, if I lied. On a job application, if I lied in a job interview, that would come back to haunt me, right? Like, but we these these people, these Supreme Court justices or whatever, they can lie in their their interviews in front of Congress, in front of the American people. They can flat out lie. And then when they reverse that, nothing um there's no penalty. I, I just don't understand how that works. And even if you are a minority or if you are um uh underprivileged um, underpaid, all of these things, you would think even that's kind of ridiculous. Like these people aren't even held up to the same, um, the same line of thinking or questioning or, you know, any of that, that, that we are like, we get more like this, the normal uh, us, we get punished for these things. We get punished for lying and stuff. Uh, we really are becoming this kind of weird place where, you know, housewives behavior is acceptable. Lie, cheat, steal, and just keep your head down and get through it. And that seems how you can do it. Like, listen, I never thought it's very upsetting to think that I would agree with and this is this shows you how dark this is, that I would agree with Mr. Jax Taylor. Uh, Jax actually tweeted this and I was like, okay, somebody, somebody in my Facebook group, by the way, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Go join. There's uh, always some really fun conversation, not fun conversation. This isn't a fun conversation, but you know what I'm saying? Somebody, uh, Camille posted Jax's tweet. And this is what Jax Taylor's tweet from Vanderpump Rules says can't get an abortion, can't get tampons, can't get baby formula, can't get paid maternity leave, can't have birth control covered as preventative care. Should we just say America, land of the free, really has a serious hate for women and children? Now, first off, do I believe Jack Taylor wrote that? No, I believe he probably stole that. (laughs) Like, he stole that pair of sunglasses at the Sunglass Hut in Hawaii. But the sentiment is the same. It is kind of this weird thing as we wake up and we're like, okay, we are promised all these freedoms, but it just keeps seeing, unless you're a gun owner, it kind of seems like everything kind of gets stripped away that we believe in. Now, unfortunately, we're playing in real life scenarios, right? Like, we're going to see the damage this causes in real time. And that's the part that scares me. So uh, and I don't really want to hear any snowflake bullshit or what, you know, like, I'm I'm pretty, I'm a pussy in my real life in terms of certain uh, emotional situations. Uh, but, uh, you know, listen, I don't, yeah, man, call me a snowflake all you want. Call me all of that stuff. I'm just basically saying some stricter gun laws and and, and, and the freedom of choice for women uh, to have control over their own health care for their bodies. That's it. I don't think um, uh, God, uh, or at least the way we set up this country. Like, we're now going back. Like, we, the gun thing is how this country we've set up where it's like the gun thing. When our forefathers started this before AR-15s, guns, uh, they meant that we should be able to have the right to bear arms. Great. But now we're going back on the actual freedom of religion, freedom of choice, separation of church and state that started stated in that constitution as well. You know, and now we're like, well, that is up to interpretation that, you know, uh, God should actually put a lot more. You know, it's just weird the things that we choose to use these documents for to support our arguments and the things that we don't. Now, if you truly believe in all of these things, it must be some kind of glorious day for you. But I would hope um, also that you would take a second to read everything and to feel the pain that this decision Will cause And, and, um, I don't know, that's it. Uh, I'm sure I'll talk about it with Sophie a little bit too. We'll be moving on. Uh, I just wanted to state that up top and, and listen, I know you guys are sick of it. I'm sick of it too. I do not feel good, uh, about not speaking about it. So, like I said, you know, stick to the stupid reality show jokes you know, fat boy. I like when I bully myself with weight jokes, but you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can say whatever you want, or you could have already turned off by this point, but that's fine in your choice. Um, uh, but for everybody else here, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say. And it's something that I've been thinking about all weekend. And I wanted to be able to still pr- do this show. And I just couldn't do the show without saying anything. So that is that, uh, I would ask how you guys are doing, but I'm sure it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty touchy out there for everybody uh what i will say though let me tell you a little bit about uh well this will be the not smoothest transition in the world So Friday, this happened. I put out like a two and a half Beverly Hills recap. I mean, listen, this show is 43 minutes and I managed to blab for two and a half hours. It's, it's, yeah, it's disgusting. It's a problem. And, uh, I don't know if I'll ever fix it. (laughs) Um, the, the stuff that I hate to say, the YouTube is up and cooking. If you want to watch me, I I actually do a whole bit with a, uh, a tree, a fake tree in my room that I'm like Countess Luann falling down in the bushes. So if that's not a reason to subscribe and check out that YouTube, I, I don't know what is, I don't know what, I don't, know if i gotta be nude i don't know if i gotta flip my dong around and do puppetry of the penis but uh it is there we're we're out there uh slowly but surely trying new things and very appreciative that we get to try it through this uh this little platform that we've made over the last couple of years and that would not be any good without you uh patreon i just did ultimate girls trip ex-wives club Season two, episode one, hour and a half podcast I put up on the Patreon today, Sunday, Uh, I'm going to be recapping every one of those Ultimate Girls trip on the Patreon. And it was so fun, you guys. Uh, I even put a timestamp of when the uh, recap starts. Uh, But it's really fun, and I think it's worth uh, a couple bucks a month to check out. Plus, there's tons of other crap on there. But I also wanted to remind you, and Patreon uh, subscribers already, on Wednesday, we'll be doing a live YouTube chat. I believe it's 5 5.30 or 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time is 8.30 or 8. I don't know. I have the image up on my uh, Instagram. I'll I'll, uh, make sure I keep posting it. But please, if you're a Patreon member, come join. You'll get to see these beautiful blue eyes, you guys. Like, seriously, I really want to... Get to the point where I hype up my eyes so much that people are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Uh, So that's going to be on uh, Wednesday of this week, which I'm very excited. We'll be talking Ultimate Girls Trip, and I'll be taking questions, and it's just going to be a a good old down fun time. Uh, And uh, is there anything else, guys? (laughs) Like, I love that I look to my uh, co-host that's not here. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? Oh, that's it. Uh, At SoBadIt'sGoodMerch.com, we have the official Stop Sleeping with Nick Cannon shirt, which – for, to, you know, especially in this day and age now, ever since this past week, I think this is a great shirt. That and the Stop Sleeping with Tristan Thompson. These are shirts made for this day and age to remind women to do that, since you will not have potentially the choice if Tristan Thompson or uh, or Nick Cannon ever do decide to knock you up, which I'm telling you, that's not even their choice. That is just their, that, that's just their mission. I think it's just, it's deep within their DNA to, uh, to procreate. That, that's, it's just, a it's just those two men, and that's it. So I think that's all the commercials. Ooh, just wiping off the ick from doing the commercials, even though I'm very proud of this show. Last week, we did uh Kardashian- uh Colliquium, I always say that flipping word wrong, with MJ Corey. Wasn't that great? She was so good. I was so happy to have that conversation finally. Um, We did that. We did the Beverly Hills recap. I did Christina Ariel, uh, the Star Wars host, who is amazing. Um, I did Monday with Sophie. Who am I forgetting? Am I forgetting anybody? I know I'm forgetting one person. Regardless, it was a great week of shows. Uh, Since Kardashians have ended, we are going to be doing Southern Charm. Baba Doo, D E E. Did you guys watch on Thursday night, the premiere? Um, I really enjoyed certain pieces of it. I cannot wait to talk about it. That I believe will be uh will be on the Tuesday or the Wednesday show. I think Tuesday and then Wednesday. Yeah, I think that's gonna, or I can smack because I ha- I got to interview somebody really cool on Friday. Um so uh I don't know. I, I gotta figure that out. Anyways. A uh, great week of shows, but we got a great week of shows this week as well that I'm very excited about. Uh, let me tell you what I did this weekend. Uh, Friday was kind of a a, a rough uh, a rough one, but I uh, I got uh, taken to the Countess Luann show. You know this old uh, Countess Luann? She's on Real Housewives of New York. Uh, her cabaret, the Countess Cabaret, uh, is on tour, and she did four nights at the El Ray Theater in Los Angeles, and uh, it, 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 a good time was had by all. Like, I now have seen the Countess uh, show. This will be the third time. This iteration of it, though, new songs, you guys. You have not lived until you've heard Countess Luann sing Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Uh <laughs> Players only love you when they're playing. I said a hint. Like it, she's sitting on a stool singing this. She's like, when the rain washes you clean, you know. And I literally feel like I was having an out-of-body experience. I was like, that was a moment where I was like, this has to be. Uh, the world has to be fake. This has to be some part of Matrix because this just does not compute. Also, she does an amazing version of Something to Talk About, the Bonnie Raitt classic. Let's give them something to talk about. She does that, you guys, while in the the screen has her mug shot. And all of these page six lines about her wedding and all. It's so dark. And it begs the question once again, is Countess Luann in on the joke? And I, this, this, this little segment of the show would almost argue she is, but I will have to tell you too. I think she, I don't, I, you know, I don't, uh, I, I think the the director was like, no, it'll be real fun. I'm telling you, it's artsy. I don't like, cause it is so funny. This one, uh, listen, Bravo fans and audiences are just so great. In fact, I, I met a couple of people that knew me from the show, which really shocked me. I was like, huh? Like I, th- that was so cool. And hello to you guys. And I got to meet Jeff Lewis finally. In person, and uh, his boyfriend, Stuart, and uh, Megan, one um, um, uh, uh, Monica, one of, one of his co-hosts, and I got to meet them, which was great, very nice. Uh, also, <laughs> Patty Stanger was there, you guys, for a Million Dollar Listing, and she fucking cut in the bar line. And uh, this one girl that actually knew me for the show thing, and she said she couldn't. She told me after the show, she's like, I told Patty to uh, to not. She couldn't cut in line like that. And I was like, Hell yeah, Patty! You don't get to cut in line because you're on a couple seasons of a like million dollar like not million dollar million dollar matchmaker. No, no, you don't get to do that. Like, and I just love. I think she was on a date, and I was like, That's got to be embarrassing. You're on a date, and you're supposed to be like a bravo liberty and then somebody said, get get to the back of the line because it was like a long line for the bar in all of our defenses who were waiting also mario lopez you guys yeah from saved by the bell was there uh that was like a weird one i was like what the hell is going on like it was very weird but also very enjoyable she did do um she did a little chic say la vie. She did a little uh, money can't buy you class. Uh, you know, she didn't do feeling giovanni. She sang like the line a couple times, which led me to believe she didn't have the rights to the song, which was weird. Also. Um, it's been a while because of the pandemic and I, I just this is a great fear of mine and it happened again uh, in the bathroom at the El Rey Theater. They are still old fashioned in the sense that they have the the person there to wash your hands and, you know, you, you have to tip them and then you get the lollipop or, you know, like, you, you know, make it you have like cologne and like who the fuck is in there to spraying different colognes? Like, ooh does this smell good? Like it is wild. But listen, I don't carry cash on me. And that's like really hard because then you're just like, fuck do I not get to wash my hands now? Like, or do I have to wash my hands? And then, you know, that guy's staring at you and he's like, oh my God, this fucking cheapskate. Like I'm serious. I left my family to come work this bathroom tonight. And I'm I, like, these are the thoughts going through my head instead of trying to clean my hands. And we're still sort of in a pandemic where we do get sick all the time. And I can't wash my hands. Cause I don't have a fucking dollar on me. Like what kind of bullshit is this? Like, listen, literally guys, put your Venmo on there. I'm happy to Venmo you so I can wash my hands. Like, This is so wild. And then when I do, though, then I'm like, well, I got to stock up. And I'm like, well, what can I take? And all of a sudden, I wind up with, like, always some, like, Tootsie Pop, Lollipop. And I'm not even a lollipop person. And uh, I don't know. So great time was had by all. If you see the countess or if she's coming to your town, it really is. I mean, it's, like, it's just cool because Bravo audiences are just cool. I mean, I was, like, yeah. I was, like, living, you guys. I was, like, cracking up. I was laughing. I mean, it really is because I was not. I was not uh, ecstatic about going like I heard I was going and I was like "Uh," like, because I've seen her a couple of times and I was just like oh I don't know and uh, but once the show started I was I really had a good time I thought it was really fun and it's really fun just to be around likewise minded people. Uh, especially after uh, Friday, it was, it was a good way. But I didn't post any of that stuff until Sunday because it just wasn't the right time. To like, hey, world is burning in certain ways and uh, here's Countess Luann, which was really, sh- I was so, I was I was really praying that I was like, Countess Luann, please do not make a statement about Roe v. Wade. Countess Luann, please do not make, and thankfully she didn't, because couldn't you imagine if she came out and sat on the stool, she's like, we got to talk about it. Roe v. Wade. Like, you know, like, this is the Countess speaking. Let's not repeal women's rights. Like, wouldn't that be just bizarre? I just think she might have stuck her foot in her mouth if she had tried to. No offense to the Countess, but she seems like a, she's on a pretty uh, pretty tight script on the show. But really highly recommend the uh, the old Countess Luann show if it comes to your town, folks. Uh, this week we have another great week of TV. Um, is that... Uh, Okay, so we got, this is what we got. We got premiering Only Murders in the Building Season 2 with Steve Martin, Martin Short, um, Selena Gomez. They're back. I thought Season 1 was so charming, and I am very excited for Season 2. I just, I've always loved Steve Martin and Martin Short. Uh, Selena Gomez, I have grown an appreciation for over the years, and I know Marissa, one of, uh the listeners and my friend uh is probably if she hears this is gonna screech because she loves Selena Gomez. But I, you know, like I think she's really well cast and great in the show as well. So I'm excited to have that back. All you Stranger Things fans, it ends this Friday. The final two episodes, which I think are an hour and a half each, uh premieres on Netflix. Uh, this Friday, so Stranger Things is over, and uh, what 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 a wild ride! What a wild wild ride! Um, and then uh, Westworld, that show on HBO uh, about the, the robots and the cowboy and the samurai. I don't know if you guys watched Westworld. It's a little little deep for me, uh, but it premieres. It's fourth season premieres a Sunday night or tonight on uh, HBO. Uh, also we of course have Real Housewives of Atlanta. You guys, should I drop it with Drew? If you are watching this season, Drew Sidora, uh, it's her second season on the show. And not only does she get into a lot of fights with her scummy uh dude Ralph, which I just Ralph, no offense to the names Ralph, but Ralph just doesn't roll up the tongue. Like who's I was out there in mass naming their kids Ralph? Um <laughs> so uh But she has this other program we've talked about on the show before called Drop It With Drew, where that's how she loses weight, you guys. She's going to drop it with Drew, and she's going to help you drop it with Drew. That's why she calls it Drop It With Drew. And uh, it's a way just to have the pounds melt off. And it's a food delivery system plus workout program. And I saw an ad on Twitter that um, you can do it virtually. And I was like, should I drop it with Drew? Should I join Drew Sedora's weight loss program for the sanctity of the show, like just kind of to test the science of it? Like, what if Drop It With Drew changes my entire life? Like, Drop It With Drew. Wow. I don't know. I keep thinking about it. I really kind of potentially want to do it just because it makes me laugh every time. But then also there's that secret part of me that I think this also shows I still have hope. Uh, a little hope. But, you know, that, I, that I'm that i like, ooh, what if it changes my life? What if Drop It With Drew just fully changes my life? It would be very exciting. Uh, also, back to um, Ultimate Girls Trip uh, season two. What do you guys think? The first three episodes came out on Peacock. We will have the fourth episode uh, this uh, this Thursday. Um, And I will be recapping all of those, like I said. But it was in, you know, it was like those, I said in the Patreon, I said, it's interesting because there's a lot of small moments that I love. Cohesively, I don't know if it fully works. Um, The first season of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, when they went away to a beach vacation, it was kind of exciting. We got a new location. We're at Bluestone Manor here with Dorinda. And all of the things that you... Love about these ladies are on display, but what's also on display is some of the weaknesses of these ladies. I don't. I feel like Dorinda, you know, she has a couple drinks. She's like right back in that place. Or Vicky's doing her Vickyisms, and Tamara's doing that. Oh, I don't talk. I don't say bad things behind people's back, and then we prove that she's a liar. Just it's it's the same old wash, rinse, and repeat. What I what I will say is uh, even Marcel and um, Phaedra Parks really two of my favorite people on the show. Um, <laughs> Phaedra just I love everything. Phaedra would be like, Yeah, crack (laughs) she's like, crack that lobster tail and put a stick in my butt. I love it. Like everything is just like, Yeah, I feel sexy. Like it's so good. Everything she says is so housewives talking head ready except that you it almost makes you feel uh forget about the darkness of her accusing candy of uh, you know trigger warning of rape in the dungeon remember that season that was her last like that was too much and you forget you're like oh man but she's just so damn entertaining and Eva's so nice and like i mean i don't know those two are my favorite so far the vicky thing it's 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 like that old pair of jeans that you're like, oh, I think I can fit in these again. Like, I, I used to really like these jeans. And then you're like, oh, little muffin top sitting, sticking out of the top here. I don't know if this makes me feel good. Like, some of it, okay, that angle. You know, like, so you're like, okay, this is cute. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of the times you're like, Ooh, which awkwardness is a very valuable tool in terms of viewing things. You know, ever since I think, I would say like like shows like The Office, where it used to, with sitcoms, You know, with uh, multicam sitcoms like Roseanne and all that stuff, you would have a setup by a character and then you would have a punchline, which would be the laugh line, right? But now, ever since like shows like The Office, the joke now is in the pause in between or after the line or the look. So it's never – there's never hard jokes on the line, which is where you would get like a laugh track with the hard joke. I don't know if you guys are following where I'm – not even where I'm going, but just what I'm saying – But sometimes now with housewives, it's really not what they're saying or it never has been. It's just really how they're saying it. And there's a difference between what you're saying and how you're saying The what can be totally different than the how, but it can be really alarming to watch because you can be horrified at what they're saying, but there's also this weirdly comic element to it. And that's why I think these shows work on so many different levels. People can write these shows off. They can write us off for liking them. But these shows really kind of show us this weird dash of humanity that we don't get to see from scripted television. The other thing, um, I mean... you know, these shows sometimes are a cautionary tale. They, like I say, they used to be aspirational, and I don't believe they're that at all anymore. I mean, I guess you could argue Dubai is aspirational and just the extreme wealth. But even that, you see the cracks beneath the surface, which I always find the cracks the most interesting part um but anyway so we got that below deck sailing yacht you guys the uh, reunion will be tonight monday night i love below deck sailing yacht i hope the only question that's asked why is everybody attracted to gary i just don't get it you can i love gary i want to talk to you oh that was it was it aisha last week who am i forgetting was aisha on last week? I mean, we had a great week uh, <laughs> um so uh okay so we dubai Southern Charm's back on. We got Beverly Hills. and Beverly Hills, Diana Jenkins is fully in Villain. Role. Oh, you want me? Ah, uh, you want me to be the Villain? I'm right here. Did you guys see this, Diana Jenkins, in the news? For so many reasons, really. These shows, like, I love when people want to go on these shows, and I'm just like, why? You're already rich. What could you possibly want from this? Because they start digging around in your history, and Diana Jenkins, you guys, this is like a new one. I'm like, geez, doesn't you have enough money to get this out? Um, Diana Jenkins forced to pay a half a million dollars after her, her energy drink company was accused of making misleading claims. So uh, this is from Radar Online, the only source for hard-hitting news. Uh, she was forced to pay a half billion dollars after the energy drink uh, was accused of making these misleading comments. Uh, her brand is called NeuroBrands LLC. The, the, uh, the investigation found the neurodrinks in question lacked the necessary scientific evidence to back up many of the health-related re- claims advertised. So, But this is what's ridiculous, though. This settlement, even though this is an article that came out two days ago, the settlement went down in 2016, three years after Diana's brand made it into Target stores nationwide. I said this on Friday's show, but do you ever, like, watch these ladies, and they're all rich, and they be like, like very powerful and had multiple businesses, but you're, like, how—like, from watching you just on the show, I cannot connect the dots of how that fucking happened from how I see you behave, you know? Like, Diana it seems like she's truly sometimes in her own world, but not in a brilliant mind, like a, you know—not uh, in a brilliant mind kind of way, not in like, a goodwill hunting way or a beautiful mind, you know? Like, it's weird, Um We also had uh, Diana Jenkins, I think, in a fight with her neighbor, uh, which this I cannot find all of a sudden, which is weird. I get paranoid now of things being scrubbed from the Internet. Um, (laughs) Diana Jenkins' neighbor fight. Uh, Because I believe it was over some hedges, which when you're rich, that is really the majority of what you fight about is hedges. Neighborhood fight. OK, here we go. So, OK, here's another radar online article. Diana Jenkins labeled a Karen and accused of threatening to call cops on black security guard in 2020 lawsuit. Wait, this is not even the one I'm talking about. Wait, Radar has obtained a bombshell 2020 lawsuit filed by the founder of WhatsApp, Jan Coombe, against Jenkins for trespass, negligence, and violation of common law right to privacy. Oh, my God. In the suit, Coombe said he lived next door to Jenkins at a mansion on Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. He said in September 2019, Jenkins instructed her gardeners to trespass onto his property and cut down tens of thousands of dollars worth of trees and hedges. Oh, damn. Coombe said Jenkins had her team come over, warning of work being done by the gardeners remember she sends her team ahead of her on all these trips her team allegedly asked if coombs team wanted the gardeners to go to the back and clean up any mess made coombs said his team allowed jenkins employee in the backyard but later found him illegally cutting down trees coombs security guard kenneth nelson went over to the gardeners asking them to stop the suit said jenkins then approached demanding to know who he was coombs said she did so to improve the ocean view from her property, which she was selling for $125 million. And they have a picture of the tre-
0: <laughs> of these trees.
1: It really does look like they did a shitty job cutting them down. Um, when confronted, Coombs said Jenkins admitted to cutting down the trees but claimed she had the right. Uh, quote, Jenkins immediately launched into a tirade, claiming that she had just paid $10,000 to have those hedges trimmed. Jenkins... Um, Uh, Coon said Jenkins got irritated and told Nelson she would not stop the work and threatened to call the police on the guard, who is black. Uh, Quote Jenkins again rebuffed Agent Nelson, saying that she would not let them stop and insisting that if Agent Nelson, an African-American male, refused to comply with her demands, she was going to call the police on him because you are you are in violation of code, she said. Um, eventually, the police were called out to the home where Coombe and Jenkins made false state said Jenkins made false statements and threats against all involved, including the deputy sheriffs. Jenkins became enraged and falsely asserted that she was being harassed for being a woman. She then sought to intimidate two of Coombe's employees by threatening to file bogus criminal charges against them, even though they had nothing but uh, they had done nothing but ask Jenkins why she was cutting down the trees on the property without permission. Coombe demanded at least $70,000 in damage from Jenkins for the harm she caused. The reality star settled the lawsuit months later after responding to the accusations. Um, The lawsuit even dragged Jenkins, claiming while she helped... Yeah, then they brought neuro into that that drink. Damn, this is what I'm saying. Why would you ever want to keep doing these shows when shit like this keeps happening? It is just wild. Hoo-wee, you guys. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is just wild uh also uh i actually watched this entire series this weekend have you guys seen that i love that for you um with vanessa uh bayer from show on showtime it's really cute molly shannon is on it and it kind of takes place on like a qvc about the hosts of a qvc show uh, and there's an element which brings us to Freddie Mellencamp, which I'll probably talk about Sophie. So I'll stop this right here until we get to talk to her about it with Sophie. But I, I don't know. It was it was all right. It was like a good show to just have on. Like I, I really liked it, and I love Vanessa Bayer, who by the way is a Bravo lover. She hails from Saturday Night Live. If you remember how amazing she was in that, but she do, she did the she does the best Salt Lake City Housewives. She does the best Lisa Barlow. She does the best Whitney. Like. I started knowing how to do Whitney or, or my take on Whitney kind of, this is why I don't listen to a podcast. What is, what is flipping all around me? Oh no. My bracelet broke. Oh no. It was a good look. My good luck. bracelet. That's not good luck then. Oh no. Wow. Oh, did you guys hear that bracelet? Just like started spilling off. Oh man, that sucks. No wonder I've been having bad luck. Um, so no, Vanessa Bear is Whitney from Salt Lake. She's like, I'd like to tell I am Whitney. I'm Whitney from Salt Lake. I don't like when you talk to me like that, Lisa. Like it's very high and like da-da-da-da-da. Uh, by the way, Lisa Barlow was a special guest on uh, uh, Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls, the podcast. She did a live internet show and Lisa Barlow was the guest. Lisa Barlow is so funny because – she really has her talking points, but she's like, like she's cool and she's she's funny. Like these ladies, these Housewife shows really are a celebration of ladies in a way. As much as we think we're also kind of making fun of them when we are, there's also a celebration of like you get to meet so many different types of people and like that kind of that kind of. Um the kind of opportunity you meet so many different people is is really cool, no matter how much uh, we get wrapped up in the uh, minutiae of it. By the way, Jen Shaw, you guys, the court date is coming up pretty soon, I think, in July. Dude, is it like should I go down there for the Jen Shaw trial? Should I should I do some live reporting or should I go live daily to recap the Jen Shaw trial? Could this be my Johnny Depp Amber Heard, you guys? Could this be it for me? Um, uh, in great news, I talked about this a lot last week. Beyonce's new soul, a uh, new song, "Break My Soul," which I listened to a lot this weekend. Very, uh, what a perfect time for that song. Supposedly, there's a rumor, you guys, that she's going to be releasing two new songs on top of this in the next week, according to a leaked uh, thing from her record company. We'll see if that's true. But like three Beyonce new songs in a week and a half. Now's the time. Her album Renaissance will be coming out at the end of July. Also, they are. This is the other rumor: is that they're about to announce tour dates with Beyonce, uh, according to another leaked Live Nation thing that went online accidentally. So that would be cool if she. I'm telling you guys, one of the best live performers I've ever seen, and I've seen Prince. That that's how serious I take this. I, guys, this is how serious I take this stuff for real um also let's see what else you know what i will do the rest with sophie who is coming up right after this I, i'm about to talk to her so um but i wanted to leave with a, a couple of positive things um i'm reading this book right now called don't believe everything you think um by joseph Gwyn. and uh you know thoughts have always been such an important thing um in my head but also kind of an albatross hanging around my uh my head, you know, it's like my thoughts, I they really kind of betray me a lot of the times I have a very negative, inward self talking kind of uh, apparatus. And now it's been so long, I think I've had this since I was a little kid. So it's like, just so unnatural for me to not believe the most negative thing out there. But I what I would love to impart to any of you guys is is don't believe everything that you think, you know, realize that we can be wrong and realize that, you know, We are great people and like kind of negative self-talk and negative thinking kind of just keeps you exactly where that shit keeps you, which is just on your couch. And like, let me put it this way, not even on your couch in a fun way where you get to watch Bravo shows, just on your couch, miserable. And that's what negative self-talk and negative thoughts have always done for me. I'm reading this book, which is just kind of reinforcing the fact that these thoughts, you know, these aren't necessarily true. Um, And this quote. Uh, In here it says people have a hard time Letting go of their suffering Out of fear of the unknown They prefer suffering That is familiar And think about that It's, It's what we go through all the time You know is that you know the devil You know it's better with the devil We know you know Than the unknown. And this week, you know, if there's something um, that you're trying to get to or some kind of goal or something that you really is a dream, a hope and a wish, maybe make one step towards that. Remember, small actions lead to huge things, just little small things. I swear to God, it's usually the only way to break down any kind of project or task. Um, But but just remember like your feelings that's where the truth is that's the the litmus test if you have a feeling that's usually where the truth is don't listen to sometimes your brain and your thoughts and all of that stuff but your feelings like really check in with that really check in with that um but also just remember that uh life is hard life is hard right now it's going to be hard next week and hard next month but we do have each other and i know this is sanctimonious and you might think this is a pile of shit but Push forward. The unknown cannot be scarier than what's already happened. You know, you can do anything that you set your mind to, truly. And then we can come back uh, on the show every day and make fun of things together uh, and make fun of celebrities together uh, and, and reality shows and all the good stuff. But for us, we got to keep pushing forward. And that's why I just wanted to say another sincere thank you, as I do every week, for allowing me to do this. I see all you people that ride hard for me. I see you people that slip into other people's DMs and say, go on Ryan's show or have Ryan on his show or, you know, like have Ryan on your show. Like, I, I see you guys. You know, I don't I, I'm not able to respond to everybody, but like I see see it and I appreciate it and you guys pick up this uh not fight, I don't want to say that's the wrong word, but you pick up sometimes for me when I don't do it for myself. And it is so beyond appreciated. It truly is. Like it really like I see I see that and it's like that kind of kindness is so and it it always Means so much more than that one negative naysayer or that shitty review or whatever. Like, the, it, it's just really nice. So I wanted to say, I see that. Um, keep writing hard for me, please. Everybody, go spam Jeff Lewis. Everybody, go. I, I mean, th- that's that's one of my next goals. Um, but, anyways, you guys, this has been a rough weekend, a rough, uh, a rough couple of years. We have each other. Uh, I truly do mean that. Like, I, 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 I always say, and this is no joke. You can ask the people in my life. I'm probably closest to you guys right now than anybody and i can open up to you guys in ways that i'm not able to open up to people in my real life uh but i guess this is my real life oh. speaking about the the multiverse just got really meta there uh okay i'm gonna stop because it's getting ridiculous but ladies and gentlemen here she is the one and only sophie ross with the pop culture roundup uh welcome to your weeks uh your uh, welcome uh, i'm gonna stop that
2: wait no that was funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to your week, folks. Uh we do this every Monday. Uh I uh I'm so thankful to uh my co host on Mondays. Uh, not only is she a great podcaster, a uh, great podcaster, but she's a great writer as well. I'm not going to even make it through this. Um, go check out her Substack for all of the writing. Go super follow on Twitter and all of this stuff. Um, let's see what we get into today. There's a lot of pop culture stories, but of course, I can't ignore everything that's going on in the world, and I know uh, Sophie uh, cannot either. that's why I've always admired uh, about Sophie. How are you, Sophie Ross?
2: Yeah, it was a tough weekend to be a woman. Um, Wait, finally,
1: finally. Now do you see how it feels to be a guy? It's always been a tough week (laughs) to be a woman. Like...
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. You're right. Thank you for being an ally, by the way, Ryan. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, it's well, so- but you know how easy it is to be an ally for women. Like, all you have to do is just let them fucking choose their own choice. Like, I mean, like.
2: Exactly. You- it's like, why does it bother you? Why does it bother you? And I, like, had people in my DMs. <laughs> I was posting about it all weekend. I had people in my DMs. I had people on. Sorry.
1: Oh, my God. Had- that's them right now.
2: <sighs> I had people in my DMs. I had people unfollowing me. Yeah. And. You know what? There's, there's right and wrong in my opinion. It's like, why do you, I will never understand it. I will never understand the other side. And I think like, I've been posting a lot about how like forced birth and denial of abortions is against the Jewish religion. And I really feel like as a Jewish woman, I'm living in a Christo fascist state and,
1: yeah, it's it. I just fun. keep thinking little things like that. I, I try to understand, and I, like I said, I'm not like Mr. Science, and I'm not the smartest man in the world. But I, the thing I don't understand is that, like. How about the uh, 35% of uh, Americans that don't believe in God at all? Like, what have you, you know, like that don't believe, like these things that, you know, even in the Jewish world, like, I just find it very interesting. And and, uh, I know, you know, uh, I'm not going to harp on this, you guys, but, and I know I'll get probably hate mail for this and bad review, all that shit. But I think it's worth it. This is a health issue as well. Like, this is a health issue that all, you know, if you read just any of the accounts, like just read it with an open heart and just kind of hear stories about women that are really scared uh that, that, that you know just this doesn't just entail like people aren't like uh getting abortions for fun these are people that actually have like really uh you know uh you, you know what like it's just really really a scary yeah. for
2: instance if you can't get an abortion for some of these even if a miscarriage doesn't dispel itself um you have to get that removed and or else you die. It poison yeah. it literally poisons you. It's like decay inside of your body that's poisoning you. And you die. So yeah, it's absolutely a health issue. Um, IVF will be affected. Yeah, that's uh, the other thing
1: I was reading, which yeah. by the way, like IVF has like helped so many of my friends, but the the you know what? What could happen with this is that they will not then allow testing, or the you know like th- these things could actually hold up the actual birthing of people that want to have children. Like this is right. it's just really interesting. I don't, it's very scary, and uh, we knew this was going to happen, but I don't think it uh, still it still was very devastating, uh, and still is. In fact, uh, I was just watching Glastonbury, the big music festival over there, uh, overseas, and Kendrick Lamar ended his set, and he was uh, you know doing like you know women's rights you know like like women's rights Phoebe Bridgers did the same thing Olivia uh
2: Rodrigo. Olivia little
1: Olivia Rodrigo we even had yeah, Lily she Allen listed come out.
2: all of the she listed out all of the Supreme Court justices that Obi- yes Roe v. Wade and she goes fuck you we hate you <laughs> and I would, everyone was like yeah which is like, you That's know, what, what is she, 16 or
1: 17? That's great, you know?
2: That's what needs to happen. It's, you know, when celebrities speak out, people listen and people pay attention and the media pays attention. And yeah, I appreciate all the celebrities that are speaking out.
1: Well, it is, uh yeah, it is interesting. And it, it's scary, yet I'm, uh, it's scary that celebrities do have that big of an impact, but they truly do. Uh, the silence from the housewives community is deafening. Like, I need some housewives to speak out, yeah. Uh, I, I said earlier, I saw Countess Luann in concert on Friday and that was the only time I was thinking, I thought I was like, Oh my God, will Countess say anything about Roe v. Wade? She did not. I thought that could have been a real, not great moment. Actually. like I, I can't imagine how Countess Luann would have spoken about that, but it was, uh, it was, it was really weird just thinking about the uh, cult of celebrity in terms of the messages it ha- that that, that they're able to put out there. But if Olivia Rodrigo, a, a 17-year-old woman that has so many eyes on her, if Billie Eilish can do these things, I mean, these are really important uh, things. And the only thing I hate to say is that, like, I hate to say that my generation is lost, that we just have to wait this out. And, uh, you know, next generation, hopefully you guys can pick it up and, and do something cool with it. But it's just such a wild world week after week.
2: I know it's, it feels like we're living in like a hellish dystopia and yeah. And I mean, I know a lot of people that are very like, well, you're lucky to live in the greatest nation in the world. And it's like, I felt that way for a really long time. And I do appreciate the liberties that we do still have here. They're like going down by the day, but I do (laughs) realize that our lives are cushy compared to a lot of other people in other countries but yeah, it doesn't feel like this is the greatest country in the world right now. I I actually was talking to someone. I was like, this is not democracy. And it was actually my I'm not, I'm not gonna reveal who it is, but it's yeah. you know, an older wise gentleman. And he basically was explaining that. This isn't a democracy. It's a constitutional republic, I guess. And while we have democracies, our government is a constitutional republic. I'm like, why the hell have we been told that we're in this great democracy when it's n- not a freaking democracy? I was like, it's like a banana republic here. And they were like, no, not
1: quite. But yeah. Was uh wait, was the older wise man? Was that me? Was it was did I do it? Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew I didn't say I was like, that sounds smart coming from me. That's amazing. That was- uh well, I mean, just as a woman, what can we do? Like, what what are the like I always want to believe and my, my dad is like kind of like really try to instill that in me is like trying to always find some kind of slice of hope or something like that. Can you take any hope from this? What is, what are the next steps? And I know, like I said, this is an entertainment show, but to get to the entertainment, we need to actually do stuff to protect the entertainment, you know?
2: I think people need to like actually get angry like people were saying that like cute signs aren't going to work like we need to get angry and we need to you know actually go out there and I'm like not a proponent of doxing but like I want these Supreme Court justices to feel uncomfortable for the rest of their miserable lives And yeah, I feel like we just need to get loud and angry and also donate to your local abortion fund. Planned Parenthood is has big donors and is covered in that department. It's better for you to be donating to local smaller abortion funds. And um, yeah, if you're in like a do or die state in terms of your next governor. Yeah, make sure to vote. So
0: yeah, and I, hate when uh.
2: people, I keep hating when people are like, you guys need to vote. And it's like we did. We literally are Democrats are in control of everything right now. The presidency, the Senate, uh, Congress. It's like, yeah, but how but we still are in this situation. Um, but yeah, I guess vote for your local officials because now, you know, quote unquote, it's in the power of the states like
1: shut yeah. up. <laughs> well and also it's like you feel like you're in an unending episode of veep on hbo because like everything i'll watch on twitter like it's like sarah huckabee or like just saying wild shit that is like is this a uh, joke like i was like like sometimes you're like oh my god if this wasn't real it would be hysterical like there's just some I wild wish, things being said
2: i wish selena meyer was the president right now i feel like <laughs> we didn't we'd be in better hands
1: um, uh, so to take a hard left, uh, and I also talked about this at the beginning of the show, folks. Um, so, uh, I do want to take a hard left. This is breaking news. Um, uh, just to get us, uh, this is breaking, um, t- Ben Affleck's 10 year old son backs Lamborghini into car Ben Affleck today, let, uh, his 10 year old son move his very expensive yellow Lamborghini and the kid backed it right into a, uh, a white car. Uh, Why would he do Los that Angeles?
2: though? Why would he let his 10 year old do that?
1: He's trying to like, you know, he's trying to explain to the kid that I'm still your dad. And like, I do cool things with you on the weekend, you know,
2: that's, that's on him. That's on and, him.
1: And J-Lo was there on the scene. Could you imagine crashing your car in front of J-Lo?
2: That's so funny. He was probably like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah.
1: And then there's a picture because thankfully Ben's rich. He was there. He's laughing. He's like, "Ah, you know, this is how it is. Like, I remember, have you ever gotten into a car accident? Um, Ryan, I don't know if you know this about me. I
2: got in a car accident the first day I had my driver's license and many (laughs) subsequent car accidents, which is why I'm not on the road anymore.
1: (laughs) Wait, is that why you moved to New York?
2: It works it's like out. less driving. I haven't, I haven't driven a car and I feel bad about it because when I'm like driving places with people, it's like, I can't help. So I want to get my driver's license again, but I haven't driven a car in eight years.
1: Wait, what was, what was the experience on the day you did? Like who was with you? Were you by oh my yourself? God.
2: It's so ridiculous. No, I was with a couple friends and we were being like badass 16 <laughs> and we had beer in the back of my trunk. And we weren't drunk driving or anything. We were just driving to my friend's house for like a party or something. Yeah. And I was like reversing in front of my friend's house, just backing up and like trying to park. Didn't realize the it was like an empty neighborhood. And then there was an old lady in her car behind me. I backed into her car and then she called the police. And I was like freaking out because I had like beer. But like, thankfully they didn't look in my trunk, but they looked at my driver's license. and They were like, you got this today. And I was like, correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I aced it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I failed
2: I, it the first time. And no. I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I I remember borrowing like I got into an accident on a day, like on I told this story on some part on a, t- a date where it was like, I had um, really like, it was so nerve wracking to ask this girl out when I was like 17. It was like the first time I'd ever asked a girl out. And she said, yes. And then it was like this long story, but she eventually said, Hey, can we make this a group date instead of a date? And instead of getting down, I was like, I'll make this the best group date you've ever gone on. I mean, I said that inside my head, not to yeah. her. And I bought 50 tickets to a movie and cause I had saved up all summer long at the movie Why theater. Why
2: did you buy 50
1: Cause I invited the whole show choir and they said they would pay me. Like I was on a show choir, like a badass And so they all said they'd pay me back. Like only like 20 people ended up paying me back. You guys, I bought a new outfit. I borrowed my mom's cabriolet and had the top down. And when my buddies were in the back seat, she was in the front seat, Dana. And I turned around to tell them to like sit down. Cause they were like being goofballs. And when I did that, I guess I was slowing down and I ran right into a car in front of me. Oh. And it was, um, it like all of a sudden, like it, it was that moment where it, it was like fun for like five minutes where I was like, I think this might work out for old Ryan. Like, I think she might like me. And then just the serious, like, then I, I dented in this guy's like his whole back of his thing. For some reason, it didn't do really anything to my mom's car. But then I realized I didn't have my driver's license on me. And I oh, had God. the last $80 of my summer money with me. And I was like, and you just know from movies, I was like, like, can I pay this guy off? And the guy must have been transporting drugs or something because he just said, uh, be safer next time. Be more careful. Wait. and I, he didn't Let me go. Action? Let me go. And wow. then and then so then but then the rest of the drive to the movie theater was the most somber ride that you've ever been on and then we get to the movie theater all the show choirs there it's sold out movie there's two seats left in the theater and i give it to her and her friend nicole i stand at the back of the movie theater the entire movie in fact i gave up halfway through the movie and bought like uh twizzlers and a soda and bought a usa today and just sat on the curb and read during the movie like real like that was the last time i asked somebody out on a date
2: Oh, my God. That's yeah. really depressing. Yeah.
1: Like, yours is cool. You were, like, transporting beer. You bought, like, there was, like, an element of danger. You know, like, this was just, like, me. Like, just pussy on top of pussy. Anyways, uh, shout out to Ben's son.
2: Yeah. Wait, what's his name again? Sam? Samuel?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, his name is Samuel Garner Affleck.
2: See, this is the kind of information that I have stored in my brain. Like, yeah, yeah, you knew it
1: to me. I didn't even know it. I just read the article. (laughs) You're like, what's his name, Samuel? Yeah, yeah. Born in uh, 89, right? no. I know. (laughs) He's only 10 years old and this kid's already driven and racked a better car than I will ever be involved with. So shout out to rich kids. And by the way, I wonder if Ben Affleck gets pissed about stuff like that because he's like, he grew up on the hard streets of Boston. Like, how does he instill anything into those kids when you're with, like, you're already super successful and you're with J-Lo?
2: Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, that's why you always see these rich kids like growing up and, you know, getting into trouble because they have these upbringings of like the fact that he laughed it off. I'm like, oh my God, if I did that with one of my dad's cars that are not Lamborghinis at the age of 30 years old, oh my God, I would be in so much trouble.
1: I mean, even at this age, I've done everything in my power to not get that look from my dad where he's like... (sighs) (sighs) <sighs> you know like when you tell your dad's like upset but he's like trying to keep it cool like yeah. that is the look i've always tried to steer completely oh, away yeah. from
2: oh yeah
1: um okay let's see here uh as we go down did you watch ultimate girls trip uh season two any of the episodes on peacock
2: no i wasn't able to watch anything this week i'm so sorry i didn't get. no 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 no, no it's, it's all I good didn't i watched southern charm um, I knew you to didn't
1: even watch Southern. Charm. I was
2: so mad, but like, we just had so many like things to do at night. And then like I had to work and I just never, you
1: to- went out of town again. I talked to you beforehand, but the audience said, yeah, didn't talk to you. well, yeah,
2: we were in Chicago for the week staying with my sister and it was really nice. And then we went to Philadelphia to see my boyfriend's parents. And, um, yeah, now I'm just now like back.
1: You know, people yeah. like you that out, are out there living an actual life, it really upsets me because I feel like you rub it in my face of like, look no. at this amazing life I'm living where I couldn't even watch the TV that you worship, right? Like, it is really like, I am so jealous of you. Like you're out there I'm living. I'm
2: upset. I'm upset that I'm so behind on my TV. It's upset. Uh, Sophie,
1: you're good. Let me explain what happened. Like it's same bullshit on Southern Charm. I loved it, but it's Austin doing his whole like flirting with the new girl thing. If I, we find out she he had some issues with Craig, and Craig doesn't trust Austin because he tried to tell um uh tell Paige that he cheated on her. Like oh, you know, yeah. but, but Craig had already told Paige. And then Shep's like back in the scene, Catherine's with a new guy, Catherine takes like Catherine explodes on Naomi at the end of the episode on her 30th birthday has a really bad like makeup slash skin reaction happening too. So it's really fun to watch. And then you have Leva uh, Leva, and uh, who is the other girl that was on last season that's back? Vanita, Leva, Vanita, and Naomi are like a threesome power uh, group, but it just seems like the same. Paige came in and tried to say a couple of her funny Page witticisms, oh. and uh, yeah, I mean that was it. There was not nothing really crazy happened. The only thing weird though is that they had one scene in one version I watched where we got an update on Michael Patricia's Butler man. You know, oh, remember yeah. he had a spinal stroke and he no longer works for Patricia. He's now in a like a nursing home area. Oh so Whitney god. her son it, this they like they cut this out of the uh, the last time I watched it today they cut this scene out but they uh had Whitney cleaning up uh, after the dog poops and stuff. Do you know how old Whitney is?
2: Isn't he like almost 50?
1: He's 56 years old.
2: Oh my god.
1: He looks great for 50s. First off, he, he looks great.
2: But what is he even doing?
1: Well, I guess he's like like you know, he plays that guitar a lot. <laughs> but no, I think he was like a producer. He he produces Southern Charm, by the way. I've heard oh, yeah, some stories cool. back in the day where, like, I I had some people that partied with like Shep and and Whitney and all that. So just like they they partied really hard, you know.
2: Oh, I'm sure.
1: I'm they sure. were transporting multiple beers in a vehicle, like you did when you were sixteen. Oh, my God.
2: I I honestly can't, I'm really excited to watch. I need to watch it like right after this.
1: Now, Beverly Hills, Sophie, let me take you through Beverly Hills really quick. Erica, it's just, she's big and wasted this episode. She's like, I'm lit, I'm lit, Erica. So she's on a yacht, but it's like a little yacht. Diana Jenkins is like... This is just an okay yacht It's not a great yacht And she's there and Erica Is just hammered because she Says she's mixing you know uh, SSRIs like Lexapro With alcohol but then we find out This it's not that she's also on time Release um, not morphine But what's the uh, Xanax she's on time release Xanax that's what's doing it. It's like this gives SSRIs Like a bad Rap like it's not Uh, You know like
2: her eyes i'm fine when i drink honestly if anything yeah, they that's what they i said More sober i have to drink more in order to feel something
1: <laughs> i have to really go after it if i want to get messed yeah. up you know um so yeah like so if I, she was on timerly Xanax and she's just she's in the cabin just drunk by herself monologuing like just fully monologuing by herself and she says uh we used to have a boat it was called the illegal they called their boat the illegal Like isn't that dark when you've stolen Most of your money
2: Oh and I did see the part where they were dancing too It's expensive to be mad
1: (laughs) And And, Sutton was like I I will not dance to that song I do not feel right dancing to that song
2: Yeah Sutton was like She was like, nope, nope, no. Nope.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't know. This this week's episode, everybody's so fucking hard on Beverly Hills this season because it's not last season, which it never can be again. But I don't know. I find the minutiae like I even like, and this is these two things can be true at once. I can dislike Erica and still find drunken Erica entertaining. Like I'm a grown-up enough where I I can enjoy things like that.
2: Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. I uh, <laughs> behind bars soon enough.
1: Well, did you know? In September, the estate sale actually happens. So, Girardi Keys had the the law estate sale, but they were right. having the estate sale in Pasadena. So, once I get the catalog, I'm gonna like I want you to pick out something nice for yourself. And oh uh, yes. well, yeah, like something nice. My my friend was like, uh, she was like, she wants something in that prayer room that Erica has. Oh my god, that'd be something nice. Maybe you know we could get something for your parents or something. Just something like uh, really. Yeah,
2: no, I'm excited. The holidays
1: um i'm guessing since you didn't see any tv you didn't see any movies but elvis and top gun maverick are battling it out at the box office elvis of course stars austin butler who is still doing the elvis character uh will you see elvis this summer
2: thank you for being hey
1: you you, you sing beverly hills sophie Uh, (laughs) a hunk a hunk of burning love that's why i call erica jane Uh.
2: wait no i austin butler's face annoys me i think i've said that before <laughs> my grandma saw it and she's <laughs> uh, straight oh your grandma has good stuff. taste yeah she's like obsessed yeah. with like she loves like the art of acting and theater
1: she's and a classic
2: she said it was she said it was really good she said it was sad but really good and i was like how was austin butler didn't he suck and she was like she was like no but like if she really thinks that someone like killed it she'll be like Oh, he was fabulous. She always says fabulous.
1: Like
2: (laughs) fabulous. She was like, Yeah, he
1: was pretty good. Do you ever tell your grandma to take it down a notch? Like, grandma, take it down a notch. I'm joking. My grandma is 98 years old, and she's been in this retirement home now for like years. And she always like, it's like these last years, like, she's just indestructible. But like her favorite TV show is like called Hunter from the 80s. And it's like I don't even think they do reruns of Hunter anymore. And when you're at that point, you can't explain technology really to your grandma. Oh so it's like god. there's this like whole thing out there. And I'm like, she's literally. I just sometimes I'm just like, oh my god, like how what it, what the f are we gonna do when we're older? Like especially if we don't have kids, what are we gonna do?
2: I want to be just like my grandma. Whenever she well, your grandma, she's like, yoo hoo.
1: <laughs> wait, do you wait? Do you have any sophisms that? Cause I don't get to hang out with you in real life. Do you have any Sophieisms that your friends, like you come into a party like you, who do you have uh, Sophie isms oh, in real life?
2: Okay. I don't do you, Yoo-hoo! but whenever I'm going out to eat and the waiter puts down the receipt or whatever, I'm like, what's the damage. <laughs> every single time. How Everyone always prepares for it. I just, I can't help it. I say it every time.
1: That's what I saw a meme last week that about. It was like, uh, rock musicians and your dad and the, com- the, 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 uh, thing that they both do is when <laughs> they say, when your dad gets up from a table at a restaurant, let's rock and roll. Like my dad's always, okay, <laughs> let's hit it. Let's rock and roll. Like there's always these dad things or, um, they're like the was, bus
2: is leaving.
1: Yeah. Or always like when uh, I was a kid, this always used to irk me. My dad would be like, Hey, let me, uh, take a bite of your sandwich. See if it's poisoned, you know? Yeah, and I'm okay. like always dude if you really thought my sandwich was poison like let's just not eat it at all like that's a whole bite you know
2: yeah yeah
1: um okay so anyways
2: daily harvest lentil crumbles
1: oh wait you wrote about this and i made a note to talk about this is uh i don't so Daily Harvest, you guys, which thankfully has never been a sponsor on this show, is they Thank do God. they did this Thank they did God. this fun little promotion where they started trying to kill their clientele. Do what happened? Like they just had a bad batch of lentils.
2: So basically, they introduced this stuff called French lentil and leek crumbles, and this other crumble with like walnuts in it. and a crumble, you may ask, it's like a meat <laughs> you can like I guess put on flatbreads or tacos or like whatever. I don't <laughs> touch it, but like whatever. And people have gotten their gallbladder removed. It's not like regular food poisoning. Like they literally have been rushed to the ER, had jaundice, thought they were dying, had to get their gallbladders removed. Um, Like literally multiple people all because of
1: this. How long has this been happening?
2: And it's been there have been reports about it since April. So that's why the social media everyone talking about it on social media it finally led to daily harvest warning their customers in like a serious way on social media and because originally they just sent out an email they're just like guys people are reporting gastrointestinal problems and it was like just an update it wasn't like hope,
1: you, hope you're having a great summer you guys Anywho, yeah. yeah
2: it's like p.s you might lose your organs <laughs> wait, like it should have been like warning recall product. And they didn't even like reach out to everyone. So there are going to be like many, many, many lawsuits. And people are also saying that some of the other foods, like not just lentil crumbles have been making them sick too, with like similar symptoms. So yeah. Wait, So
1: they kept selling, even though they knew that it was bad
2: yeah that's apparently. wild apparently so there are going to be lots of lawsuits
1: can you imagine going on daily harvest because you've decided to like get clean and eat clean and all that and then all of a sudden you get a bad batch of lentils and it almost
2: told you and some people are going to have permanent lizard uh, lizard liver damage. lizard. lizard damage. damn
1: that's like this is why i don't eat healthy anymore um uh also tom cruise uh, by the way this almost makes scientology acceptable Top Gun has reached $1 billion in worldwide grosses, the first Tom Cruise movie to ever do that. So, wow, sh- isn't really? that wild? Yeah. That
2: is crazy. I feel like he's probably been in a bunch of billion dollar movies. No, head. like, 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 not not much we're much in that s- 700,
1: 800 million, which is chump wow. change compared to a billion. Like, F wow. that. Wow. You know? um, uh, let's see here. On to our um, really not favorite family, The Kardashians. Uh, I don't know if you've been following any of the Chloe discourse, but I spent Friday night after the Countess Luann show watching Hot Ones on the, have you ever watched the, uh, the, them eating all the hot sauces on that show, Hot Ones on YouTube?
2: Oh, like I don't watch it for fun, but like I've seen it. Like I don't go out of my way. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, like- I went out of my way to watch it because of Chloe. And then I just started watching it because the guy, the host is like really good. It's like a dream job. He'll like make him take a bite of something. And then he'll ask him a really specific question that is like, he'll give him a, like a, a easy one at first. Like he asked Chloe, Chloe, by the way, goes on the show and they're filming for the second season of Kardashians. Cause he's like, we're very excited to have your camera crew here. And uh, she's like, yeah, I don't like hot sauce, I don't like hot things and I don't actually eat chicken, so Folks, summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts, I got a pair of green shorts, I cannot wait to style these for summer, and I gotta tell you the quality is great, because quince Quince has all the seasonal must haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less Credit card. Okay, you guys, now is the uh, part of the show that's my favorite. We get to celebrate uh, the advertiser who has sponsored the show this week, and it is our friends at Rothies. Now, Rothies, I have the coolest, I'm going to say badass, pair of shoes that I've ever had in my life. In fact, I wore them at the Countess Luann show at the El Rey on Friday, and I got I got to tell you, I'm not even making this. I got 3 compliments on my shoes. And I'm a dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love Rothys. This place is excellent. And I even I even passed a brick and mortar store on Melrose, like off of Melrose, and I was like, "The they advertise on the show. I got so excited. I saw a commercial from the other day. They're big time, you guys. So have you ever seen someone wearing a colorful pair of flats or shoes and thought, dang, those are cute, like a lot of people did to me on Friday night? They might have been Rothy's. Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. They're known for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning because they have tons of iconic head turning designs in bright but sophisticated colors. Plus, Rothy's works great with every outfit. That is true. Even the shoe I have, like I said, I'm a dude. It actually works with so many different outfits that I've worn it with so far. Um, You can wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out. And they are insanely comfortable. They really, truly are. This is like a slipper. As soon as you take your first step, you think, ah... I like taking steps and Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. This I actually think is extremely flipping cool. Um, All their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They have repurposed around $125 million, $125 million water bottles so far. Also, have you ever tried to find plastic threads in a water bottle? I tried to do that today. It is nearly impossible. Um, my personal experience, like I said, I got a free pair of shoes, I'll be honest. And, uh, they got sent to me. Well, first off the experience on the website, super easy. Uh, there was a lot to choose from. In fact, I have four things on my wish list Cause they even have bags at Rothies. cause I was like would this kind of make me a lot happier of a person overall if I had this cool looking bag? Um, I just think they look unique. They feel unique. Um, The comfort level is next level. And you always want to feel like you're doing something that is good for the planet because we're not going to stop getting products, but we want to make sure that uh, we don't leave as big of a footprint as we do. And Rothy's knows all about that and actually does something about that. Um, so, uh, for women though, um, I got to tell you, this is really where, where they excel. Their website has so many different looks and styles. And from people that I talk to about Rathis, and I have, they say it is actually, in fact, Meditza used my product code the other day to get a pair of Rathis. She wanted to treat herself. Um, the washability on this is awesome too. I can throw these in the shoes and they uh, in the uh, the old washer and they can be washed. My other shoes, I try to wash all my other shoes. They're all broken now cuz I the the Rothies are the only things that survived. So anyways, your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothies.com forward slash so bad. That's dot com slash so bad for $20 off your first order. And like I always say with this, just go put that in the website. Doesn't mean you have to purchase something, but let them show that you listen to the pod and you're there, you know, maybe if you're there, you know, get something, you get 20 bucks off. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, uh, back for the remaining portion of our show uh but she does all of that in this which i'm like how desperate are you to be on hot ones so she he she eats the first one like the bite she's like okay okay i can deal with this and he's like softball question of like um do you know now from working on your reality shows that you can tell when people fudge um you know the storyline or use uh frankenstein editing she'll be like great question yes i do and all that but then as the intensity of the heat Rises throughout it's really fun Because you can see kind of a moment Where Chloe's what
2: ask? Wait what did you ask that was like juicy
1: Well the, the see Chloe Well unfortunately I think Chloe was one of the Least interesting ones I've seen on Hot Ones From what I saw just because He was just asking things just like there was never a term of like the Tristan stuff or it was always just the life she's led up to this point. Uh, Good American, you know, having the size range. I've heard a lot of these Chloe bites already, but it was fun. Change of pace to watch her uh eternally scream inside from hot sauce like you could see like she started tearing up and that's like really exciting to see but like then i just kind of i went back and watched a bunch of this dude's ones and i just really the conceit of the show is just really good how like this actual heat is so disarming and you see like gordon ramsay did one where he had he threw up like he he couldn't handle it like he was like oh shit oh shit and it was like no joke he had to stop and run and go throw up
2: Oh my God. Wait, what if he was like, have you had your BBL reduced
1: (laughs) by the way? But see, that's what I would love. But you know, the Kardashians don't do anything without approval for questions, you know, like that. I'm of course we would all want to know that. And I think the answer is completely yes. At this point, if we don't believe that something's wrong. Um, Uh, Let's see here Chloe also is now dating Supposedly investment banker On Hot Ones Uh, This was a question He asked what was the best way to flirt with Chloe Um, She says that a simple compliment Could go a long way in winning her heart Like also What about just not cheating on her That could go a long way too Um, I will
2: believe that she's dating A private equity investor When I see him I'm sorry. People have been saying for years, like Chloe just needs to date an accountant, like enough, like athletes. And
1: what do you have? It is it? Wait, wait. See, we've said that on this show so many times. Like honestly, and I'm not saying that. Like, but like, is it
2: a PR move for it? But isn't it weird
1: that that all of a sudden she is?
2: Yep. I mean, it's like, what are the odds? Like, dude,
1: you know, you got to talk to is uh, MJ Corey. I talked to Kardashian uh, Colliquium. Do you know that that account Kardashian? Uh, K-O-L-L-I-Q-U-I-U-M She's like, she takes everything from like a collegiate Everyone kind of standpoint up. Yeah, look up uh, Kardashian Colliquium And you. I know you know this, but on TikTok she's even bigger And she does uh, a YouTube called Between Two Salads uh and i just we, we talked about the kardashians on thursday's episode and she comes at it from this kind of grad degree level of being able to like all the stuff we talk about it but she does it in terms of you know just putting framework behind all of the moves that they make you know yeah you gotta check her out you'll get just,
2: i just followed so. okay cool
1: um also uh okay so as we uh Move on. Sarah Jessica Parker uh, asks fans to stop calling her gray hair brave. She did interviews with InStyle and Allure says, I honestly don't think about it. I mean, that's the God's honest truth. Uh, We're about to gear up for the second season of And Just Like That, where we are confirmed with Che Diaz being in the show again. Uh, Do you think this is positive when somebody like Sarah Jessica Parker says, I don't give a fuck what you say about my hair or my looks?
2: Yeah, no, I love that about her.
1: I do kind of think that's actually super attractive. You know? Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah. It sounds a good about, it. We don't have to fight aging, just like own it, honey.
1: Yeah. Own it, it honey. It. What she said, own it, honey. Um, uh, Selling Sunset, you guys got picked up for two new seasons oh, this past week, along with Mauricio Umansky's um, uh, buying Sunset. Did you see this on Netflix that Mauricio has yeah. a show with his two daughters? And I was, I was.
2: I'm gonna watch.
1: Oh, dude, I'll watch a fucking test pattern. I I don't have taste. I'll (laughs) watch anything. Um, Do you think that one day, like, I feel like they are positioning themselves as a family where Kyle could eventually get out of the family business, you know, get out of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and kind of move on to greener pastures in terms of actual acting roles.
2: She probably could if she wanted to to do regular acting roles she could probably get them if she wanted to and if she wanted to not work at all she could definitely do that too they have enough money so like I don't know I feel like she's just doing whatever she wants at this point
1: do you dream dream big is there a number in your head where you're like if I make this in my lifetime I will retire do you vision board shit and like like think big thoughts like that
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I obviously want to retire and I, you know, have savings for that reason. And, but I don't know if there's wait, what is
1: what is this savings you speak of? What does that mean? What is that? What is
2: that? But like, I don't think there's like a specific number or like, I'm not like a vision. I always see influencers doing this. They're like, vision. Yeah. Yes. One of them had like a vision board with like the Chanel logo on it and like, YSL logo and then she's like oh I vision boarded this and now I have partnerships with them so I'm like, <laughs> probably works with other people I probably if my ADD wasn't so bad I probably could sit down and do maybe it would be good for my ADD
1: I mean, maybe, but also I think at the end of the day, like I used to have to make vision boards in acting class, which is already painful. If you're an actor, you're already like, Oh, it's already bad for me. And then you're having to sit around in class with a bunch of magazines, like, like cutting out Steve Carell's picture and like different little things of like what you're trying to go for. Like it's vision boards are cool, but you have to really go there. And I think the going there is hard for me because everything in my body screams like this is completely silly. Um, Speaking of vision boards that don't work, uh, Freddie Mellencamp, you guys, uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip, she has nothing to do with it, but she's talking all about it. She cannot dare be left out of the discourse for season two. But this is kind of funny. It might be staged. Who knows? But she got into it with Vicki Gunvalson. Um, now, she tweeted. Did you wait? You guys, I think you're the one that told me about it. Are you, Did you watch the Vanessa Bayer show? I love that for you. On Showtime?
2: No, I haven't watched it yet. I kept seeing ads for it. And I was like, I need to check that out. But I saw that um, Teddy, who started the Twitter exchange?
1: So Freddie Mellencamp tweeted last week. She said, oh, um, this is interesting. I saw, um," she's like, I saw this Showtime show with Vanessa Bayer about a girl who scams her way into a job by lying about having cancer. Uh, seems familiar. Right, Vicky? You know, and then Vicky was like, how dare you? How dare you do this immediately got riled up and then uh, was like, just leave my name out of your mouth. And then Teddy follows it up with, well, oh, because she, uh, Vicky was like, I was on 14 seasons. How many were you on four? And then Teddy goes, well, if we're taking number, if we're talking numbers, could you let us know where you were on January 6th?
2: Haha, I saw that. That was actually a good Own on Freddie. It's a
1: good own, but part Of me is like, you didn't write that, Freddie Like, Tamara wrote that for Freddie Yeah,
2: I'm like, who came up with that for you? There's no way
1: I don't, like, do you think it, it's weird if For people to get into discourse when they've Kind of done the same, or like Kenny shouldn't be talking about Scams and frauds and all that When she's actively been involved in a scam You know?
2: Right, like, shut up Yeah, yeah wouldn't you so completely safe- stay away? She's in no place to be throwing stones, but I do. It's fine. I'll let it slide this time.
1: Judge Sophie Ross lets it slide this time, but you're on notice. Do um, you want to watch this? Um,
2: notice.
1: Yeah. With this. Sophie's on notice. <laughs> that was great. That, by the way, tune into YouTube for the uh, the actual light change that we just did right there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for YouTube, this is me doing Luann in the bushes.
2: Ha <laughs> ha.
1: Um, are
2: you watching content the- for
1: youtube <laughs> do you uh i do want you to watch girl's trip eventually though just for your own you i'm falling in love with phaedra again uh from real housewives of Atlanta. Good,
2: it seems just like a good cast Like I like miss some of those ladies, so I want to watch them, obviously.
1: I gotta tell you, man, Brandy scares the shit out of me. I know. I scares the
2: the one I miss the most. Her and Taylor Armstrong, I just wanna embrace right now. Taylor
1: is a like Brandy though, like I went in with good vibe, but she already in the first episode is already like like goes for the jug. Like she's just Man, I will always not regret, not click. Like she liked me on Hinge once, you guys. I'm so proud and I I never, you know, never did anything about it at all. Did you watch this new show? I I bet you haven't, but all the girls are talking about it. So I, the summer I turned pretty.
2: I knew what you were going to say and I haven't watched it yet. But again, it's like, I haven't been able to watch TV this week, but I need to watch it and I'm going to.
1: My roommate had a couple of the shows on in the background and it really made me feel so old because it was like, I think if I was, like, younger, I would really dig it because the soundtrack is killer. Like, the soundtrack has all of these, like, amazing alternative musicians, um, but then it's, like, kids talk. Like, there's, like, a, a bi, bisexual kid, and I'm like, man, my growing up, Beverly Hills 90210 didn't even have this shit. We're you You kids are so lucky. This is so yeah. advanced.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, I've heard it's great. And also, yeah, it's by the people that did To All the Boys I've Loved Before.
1: I watched that, too.
2: I remember that having a great soundtrack, too. So, Um, uh,
1: Speaking of uh, great soundtracks, there's no segue there, actually. Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. uh, Would you ever think that Dave Portnoy and you would be on the the same end of an issue?
2: Oh, is this about what he posted at Roe v. Wade?
1: Yeah. Like, he actually said, this is insane.
2: I appreciate him speaking out because a lot of men aren't right now. I also, you know, it's like, he falls in that category of guys that are worried that they're going to have to raise children. So I don't entirely believe that it's like altruistic, but yeah. No, no. I
1: mean, like, listen, like I, that's what that, but I think it's more honest than some of these other dudes. Like, you know, all those, like We've proven all those Republican congressmen I mean that I even that Ivanka Trump uh, Tweet tweet from her friend from school Was like yo you're very quiet Today but your high school friends that drove you For your abortion are not And I was just like that's the reality of this situation Is that everybody's been affected by this In some way or another I just found it interesting About Dave Portnoy it's like finally he's like Yo yo this, this shit's A little too wild even for me you know
2: Right and that shows you how bad it's Gotten
1: yeah which by the way I still don't understand like I keep getting these ads for like this BFFs pod on my TikTok where the conceit of the show seems to be Dave Portnoy talks to like this 17-year-old boy and a 17-year-old girl about their love lives or that's what I can pick up from like the TikTok thing. I was like, is that the podcast? He just talks about TikTok drama with these kids?
2: I haven't seen that nor heard it. And (laughs) no, thank you.
1: I was, but I literally was like, oh my God, is this my future? This probably could be... Uh, huge news, Sophie, for you, particularly on Friday, you're going to have to get back into a TV watching mood because the final two parts of stranger things will be airing on Friday, which each one, I believe is an hour and a half. So you got three or four hours of TV ahead of you.
2: I am pumped. Trust me.
1: (laughs) Pumped. Will, will you guys be doing, will you be doing any fun, like themed foods or.
2: We were talking about doing like a watch party, but then it's like the 4th of July weekend. So like everyone- Oh shit, goes. it's the uh, yeah. 4th of
1: July weekend. Okay, wow. Oh. Uh, hey, what would you, uh, Jen Shaw's court trial is coming up in July. How crazy would it be if I uh, reported live from the trial for like three days? Is that insane or is that is that beyond the pale? Is that disgusting?
2: Is, is the trial gonna be in Utah?
1: No, actually, it's gonna be in New York.
2: Oh, then I'll go with you.
1: The Southern District, baby.
2: I'll go with you then.
1: Would you really? Because then we could yeah. actually get audio from like just passerbys. We could like, because you could do Let's like do just it. man on the street things just two or three days or like we probably only need one day of just actual footage, but it could be really fun.
2: Let's do it.
1: And also I'm raise so awareness down. to not steal from people. I'm so down. Um, Beyonce is topping the charts once again. Do you like Beyonce's new song? We talked about Drake's house music phase last week. She dropped a house music track as well.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm into it. I honestly, I do like all of the house music vibes. I know a lot of people are criticizing them right now, but like I'm into it. I'm into it. Dude,
1: that Beyonce one, I feel like right now especially, it is so inspiring.
2: Yeah, no, she really hit the nail on the head with what Uh, we're going through (laughs) as a society.
1: Um, uh, Bad news if you are a fan of Love. Uh, Two people split up this week that we never saw coming. Kendall and Devin Booker have broken up after a two year courtship. And every quote that we get from this breakup (laughs) announcement is like, they're okay, They're all good. Like nobody seems crushed or broken up. Nobody even really seems to care about a Kendall Jenner breakup. What does that mean to you?
2: I'm devastated
1: personally. No, I know personally, but like everybody else really not upset at all.
2: I mean, I think that this is the biggest tragedy
1: that's happened this week. That's that's the energy I want behind this. Yes, it is yeah, a huge I tragedy. That,
2: I mean, like, yeah. Does anyone care? Like, do either of them really have like a big fan base? Don't really it, think so.
1: It's very interesting, just even in terms of like memes. Like, even the memes of these, nobody really seems to really get into like even making jokes about it, which is always like a bad sign. Um, you've seen Squid Game, correct?
2: Yes, loved it Okay,
1: so there is They're doing this reality show on Netflix The actual squid game They're not going to be killing people But they will be doing a lot of the same things for a cash prize. Now, they promise this will not be killing people, but they're going to try to replicate what Squid Game is. And if you guys haven't watched it, it's really like a really gripping drama that I fell in love with uh, over the holidays. But it's really gory. And it's about like being the last person to stand to win all of this money. So a lot of people end up dying. Would you sign up for a Squid Game?
2: Wait, should I? That'd be so funny.
1: It would be cool. Like if you like, could like you would like just think about the drama. And if they had that big old lady that has guns in her eyes, or remember like the that big old doll at the the first challenge. What's that big old doll?
2: Remember oh, the big old with doll. The doll it was, like, with the, yeah,
1: with the green yeah. light, red light, yeah.
2: green yeah. light,
1: green light. <laughs> light. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh I, I don't know if I would like si- I feel like. That's a recipe for disaster. I feel like Netflix could like they actually laid off another three hundred people this week on top of the oh three hundred they did a couple months ago. And oh now God. I feel like Netflix is so desperate they're actually going to kill somebody just for publicity. You know,
2: I, I saw someone that was like, "Oh, goody! The Netflix used these salary these people's salaries to pay for the cash prize on the Squid Game show."
1: I mean kind of like you do want like sometimes I'll watch something so obscure that Netflix has put so much money into making that I'm like this seems like it was made just for me and I might be the only one watching and it feels like that might have backfired somewhere along the way
2: Yep yep fast fashion of of streaming services
1: I know but like I mean these things it's like America these things aren't guaranteed someday Netflix could go away if they don't make the right moves
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, In my favorite person to talk about, Ezra Miller, uh, they, this week, a new story comes out that they are on a farm uh, where they are housing three young children and a mother, according to Rolling Stone, did this entire article where that says they are sitting on a cache of guns and bullets and the one-year-old put a loose bullet in their mouth um, that there's just, left. I mean, I don't know, like, this just does not, every week, it just does not seem like this is going well, yet nothing seems to be ever done. And I get scared it's one of those stories where eventually somebody will die, and then we've just been making jokes about it for a year.
2: It gets, right. It doesn't seem like it's going to end well. Every day, it's like, it's escalating just every day. I wonder, like, what Ezra's, like, agents in, like, because we haven't necessarily heard that, like, agents have dropped them like i don't know i feel like there are still agents around like what are they saying
1: that's what i'm saying like supposedly we got a rumor that dc said they're going to release this film flash but they're not going to have him be Flash in anything else but there was no like actual confirmation that that was actually true but at this point like my thought this week was like you better release the flash movie this week because a year from now when they release this thing nobody's going to want to see it because we've heard so many horrific stories about this dude right.
2: I don't know what's going to happen with it, honestly. Like, what are they going to do?
1: But it's just one of those things. It's just, I feel like we've been getting like clues and hints now for a year and still nothing is done. So it's like, well, what else is going to come out? Like each story gets like a little weird. Like at least he's out of Hawaii now, but now he's in Vermont.
2: Right. Like what is going on?
1: I don't know. Um, Beanie Feldstein, you guys, who is uh Jonah Hill's sister, a fine actor. Uh, she, uh, they based this musical, not based, but they redid the musical Funny Girl on Broadway right now. And they put Beanie Feldstein as the lead Did a whole big campaign. And Beanie Feldstein got savaged by the critics. Uh, all the critics supposedly really dislike Beanie Feldstein in this role. And, uh, you know, she was supposed to do it for at least a year. And now she's going to do it for six months. Uh, her and Jane Lynch will be leaving. And supposedly the rumor is leah michelle will be coming in to take beanie's uh place but also good news for beanie she got engaged to her longtime girlfriend this weekend which i thought was very nice
2: that is nice yeah but the whole like leah michelle replacing her thing is like so funny because everyone was saying for so long leah leah michelle really wanted that role but you know everyone kind of like Cancelled Leah Michelle and Beanie got it instead. And now it's like it we went to Leah Michelle in the end.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so it's like uh, I guess, is that nature healing? I don't know. Um yeah. also, in terms of uh the Astro World tragedy, we had a press release this week that uh Travis Scott. Uh, recently bought a $5.5 million Bugatti Veyron Chiron. Um, And so this was put out that he had just bought this, but then Travis Scott's camp is firing back saying, this was not true. He bought that car a while ago. <laughs> so it wasn't this week. He bought it a while ago before the tragedy, which almost they say that this was put out by the Astro, by the attorney's of the, the, the kids' parents that have lost their lives because they want to make him look bad. And I'm like, I think he already looks bad. I don't think he needs really like tons of help, you know?
2: Right. Um, well that makes me feel a little bit better that this, it was purchased before Astro World, I guess.
1: But like five point, I also then worry about Travis Scott even more when you're paying $5.5 million for a car. Like you don't think that money would come in handy somewhere down the line, just even for your personal family.
2: No, it's insane It's insane
1: Um, We talked about Glastonbury earlier But I thought this was like a really cool moment Uh, Paul McCartney uh, closed out Saturday Night Set And uh, he brought out Dave Grohl For his first live performance Since the passing of his drummer Taylor Hawkins And then uh, just a couple minutes later He brought Bruce Springsteen out And as a music festival lover That must have just been a really cool moment And you gotta have like positive cool moments like that That like kind of keep us going For all this other bullshit, you know?
2: Yeah, except Paul McCartney did is still doing the Johnny Depp like.
1: Yes, he does a video with Johnny Depp in it or something like because Johnny Depp is considered a musician to some of these guys like Jeff Beck and stuff.
2: It's very strange, but whatever.
1: Well, I thought that was like cool because that that, did Dave Grohl, like even if like. Foo Fighters music is really simplistic, but it's like, I like it. Like I like simplistic things or somebody that just loves doing what they do. And I was really curious if they were going to, uh, to actually continue or not, or Dave roll would keep performing. And it looks like he will, uh, as we start, uh, WAP wrapping up here. Uh, we talked about this a long time ago. Did you see this Gabby Petito case, the developments this week?
2: Oh, that the note that Brian wrote confessing to the murder insane. Yeah.
1: Well, so what uh, Sophie is talking about, you guys, is that finally the journals that were released, uh, that were found next to his uh, body, he had committed suicide. The uh, the pages were finally released, and he does admit to doing that. But the part that I find interesting about this whole thing uh is that he kind of makes excuses and i think actually clouds it saying that he put her out of her misery because she fell and hurt herself so badly and they would not be able to make it to a hospital so he thought he was doing the humane thing and this is what i'm saying so once again he's saving his own ass because he wants to look all right for his parents and stuff like that because it's just so ridiculous he says um I'm sorry to everyone. This will affect Gabby was the love of my life, but I, but I know adored by many, I'm so very sorry to her family because I love them. I know, I don't know the extent of Gabby's injuries, only that she was in extreme pain. I ended her life. I thought it was merciful. That is what she wanted, but I see now all the mistakes I made. I panicked. I was in shock, but from the moment I decided to take away her pain, I knew I couldn't go on without her. Annie continues.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like quote unquote closure, but it's, probably not true so yeah well, make and, him seem like a merciful person
1: and then ends the letter you guys with please pick up all of my things gabby hated people who litter
2: i actually was reading also that um they actually weren't that far from like being able to drive to a hospital like it like it yes. have been not crazy to drive to a hospital you don't it doesn't it's not like ugh, yeah what i'm
1: saying like this is like a complete kind of bullshit lie is that he harmed her like i'm sorry this wasn't he harmed her and that was that and then you know he made up this huge like kind of like thing that didn't happen so he could like save face with his parents he was still going to kill himself but he at least he could die you know with that could be an explanation like oh he had no other choice you know and i just find that so ridiculous i also find it ridiculous that Uh, TMZ had first pictures of the Lifetime movie that is currently just got wrapped filming, which is like, sometimes I feel like Lifetime maybe is a little too like close to the actual, like, maybe like wait a couple of years. Like, do you really like, I mean, we're still finding like this just came out.
2: It's too soon.
1: It's too Yeah, soon. it really like, but the, the, obviously this thing is not going to even have this letter that he wrote in it. So you're only going to get some half-assed story. And listen, I love a cheesy Lifetime movie, but some of them are just great when they're just completely made up stories where a babysitter sleeps with a, a, you know, abusive husband, you know?
2: Right, right.
1: <laughs> right, right. Uh, what are you guys? I love, uh, them,
2: I love them though.
1: Yeah, I know. I just like the real ones though, sometimes are lacking for me. The unauthorized save by the bell was great though. The unauthorized, uh, 90210 is great. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is placed on suicide watch and may seek to delay her Tuesday sentencing for aiding Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse. So we find out supposedly, uh, on Tuesday, but, uh, people want her to spend at least 30 years in prison. So I guess we'll find that out on Tuesday. Um, any opinions on anything you've heard about Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, since she has been in jail or prison?
2: Um, they better not let her die. I think it's crazy that we still haven't gotten like names and stuff.
1: Well, that's it. Like so many crazy things happen after that, that we still have like, yo, he was at a federal like security prison and he was able, like just weird. And the people that were guarding him all had these random weird excuses. Like, it's so interesting. Um, this week we have uh, Thor: Love and Thunder premiering the movie. Natalie Port- Portman, directed by Taika Waititi. Will you be seeing Thor with your with your love?
2: No, absolutely not.
1: He doesn't want to see Thor.
2: He probably will, but I'm not going to see it with him. I I learned my lesson the Doctor at Doctor Strange of Madness. Yeah.
1: Did you tell him afterwards, like you blew it? I'll never see one of these with you again. Yeah, no,
2: he knows it was horrible. Horrible
1: uh okay what are you guys are you guys watching anything on the tv tonight what are you because it's late there in new york what's the rest of the day i want
2: to watch southern charm so i'm okay
1: so uh sophie is going to go watch southern charm right now uh i don't know if we'll be doing a show next week because it's the fourth of july but um uh if not we will be talking i'm sure the next week so uh you will be up to date by then i'm sure well i mean summer of sophie though is anything going on in this next are we still traveling across country every weekend
2: um, no, we're going to the Jersey shore, which is not far. I know I like, haven't been home during a weekend in so long.
1: I mean, you truly um, have it. Like you, I mean, honestly, you've been I know, place been, to place every weekend.
2: I know we're, we're like, I don't know why we've just been like all over the place, but um, yeah, it's a holiday weekend. So we're going to go to Jersey shore. And then the weekend after that, we have a wedding and yeah.
1: A wedding. Wow. What are you guys, uh, what's coming up on the sub stack for people so we can uh, get titillated Actually, or the super yeah. follow.
2: Um, I, this past weekend with Roe v. Wade stuff, I was like, I, I feel like I want to touch on some of that stuff in my sub stack. First of all, that, and then also I'm gonna, um, write about the Daily Harvest stuff too, if you want to know more.
1: As a writer, how do you, uh, uh how do you work through your rage to actually present information? Sometimes I just kind of shoot from the hip and it's a lot of like, ah, Uh, how do you make sure it's not all rage and that you're actually presenting uh, your argument with
2: my rage? It actually helps. Like it's like an outlet where I can kind of like let it out. And like, I, but I think it's good to write with like passion and write about something you're passionate about. And you know, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay guys. So that link will be on the, uh, the show notes, but if you have any questions, just let me know. Uh, Sophie Ross, thank you so much for this. And I hope you have a great week.
2: Thank you. Thanks guys for listening. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Love ya.
0: Five. Betches.